Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Well, hello, hello, Washington, D.C. And we have, we have a visitor to Washington, D.C. Dr. Mraz flew into BWI just to make sure that she could be on the show after her, was this your third whirlwind tour uh, with Ampifluence at least this year? <laughs> yeah. and, we, and we have the amazing Chuck Doyle, um, courtesy of be, be, becoming the best you. Becoming the best cup of coffee you i like that cup i like that this is how i used to cut my hair originally i would put this on my head and i would cut around here and then and then of course it got bigger i'm glad you didn't have coffee in that cup i know i know well it's all gone uh, i hope it is <laughs> i should have done that for a big uh, appeal like anyone want to dare me to put this on my head upside down <laughs> that would have been a better way to do it huh chuck yeah. All right. So we are going to uh, just bring you up to date, Chuck, on what Amplifluence has been doing because Michelle has been traveling to New Orleans and Miami and New York tomorrow. So I've been with you, Mr. Man. Yes, you have. And uh, for those of you, some of you don't use Facebook. Um, some of you only play on TikTok and IG. Some people do. So this show is going to bring everyone up to date. And for those, you know, it's funny when someone says, uh, I, I say, how are you doing? They go, you don't know. And I'm like, what do you mean? Do I know? And they're like, I've been posting on Facebook that, uh, you know, something happened. I go, oh, you do know the algorithms like under 1%. <laughs> if there's 5,000 friends, you're lucky if 20 of them know what's going on in your life. So um, Michelle, it was, it's always great to have, a person you can trust, a person that uh, you never get tired of being with, someone that you are excited to grow with. So thank you for this uh, accompaniment and partnership and just keeping me on my uh, toes as far as making sure I don't miss things when we're traveling. So I want to acknowledge you for that. We uh, These trips would feel so different if I didn't have a good buddy like you going along. So thank you. I agree. I agree. Thank you so much for actually, you're the one who always seems to find everything. You're like, Michelle, come along. And so what's beautiful about that is um, you brought me to New Orleans to the um, Speaker's Playhouse. That was amazing. And the women that run that are phenomenal. And I, oh, oh my goodness, I just drink, I just blinked on the name of the gentleman that was emceeing it all. Well, Anyways, that's that's was, Joe. Well, I, I can tell you. So Joe, always good. Uh, now he is, I, I hope he doesn't mind, but I'm going to do the best I can. Uh, Mohazel, Mo I think is how you say his name, but Mr. Always Good is what he goes by. That's his nickname. And then of course, uh, and then Gina. Gina, yep. Gina Trask, and then also Jennifer Crow. And they do a great job of, bringing great content, great community together um, in a speaker forum and a speaker opportunity. And you learn something new every time you go there. Yeah, New Orleans was quite the place to be. And then you brought me to um, Aria with Well, before you go to Jackson. Aria, 
Jackson Strong and also uh, Jeff Parker. But I want to just talk about New Orleans because you got some uh, you got some etouffee. Well, I went on down to the Ottoman Zoo, and they all asked for you. Yeah, it was it was it was a, a, a blast. My father's family's from Louisiana, so it was really cool to go back. And yes, I had etouffee, but it was uh, something else that I preferred, and I can't remember what it was called. The crab cakes, the jambalaya. But anyways, yeah, the crab cakes were the bomb diggity, and uh, that was a lot of fun. We got to explore the town and. Uh, have some good food and then have some great company with all the people that are at speakers playhouse. And um, I, I look forward to being able to go to another event like that because they were pretty cool people. Well, the next one is in Jamaica. I heard, I heard. Yeah. And, and uh, it, it would finally give me that opportunity to meet Usain Bolt. Isn't that crazy? Chuck, for a couple of years, I helped them raise money for the Jamaican bobsled team. So oh, I was told that when I went to Jamaica, as long as Usain Bolt was in town, which is about half the time, I guess, he would, uh, it would, they would make the arrangement for me to get a handshake and, uh, and a key smiling shot. Yeah, that's, that'll be awesome, man. <laughs> be, Usain Bolt. Yeah, the, fast, the fastest. I, I, I have a new nickname for him, the fastest smiler in the world. The fastest smiler. <laughs> that's my, you know, he's a very humble uh, athlete yes he is I mean, he literally stops and takes the time to speak with the people uh on the side on the sidelines that help them you know get through their sports and get them set up he always takes that moment you can see him in all of uh, a lot of the footage of his little sideline uh hellos and keep your head up and well yeah we we will keep you posted when the Jamaican thing happens. Maybe you'll come on down there with us. You know, Jamaica, I've been to, yeah, I've been to uh, Dominic Republic. That's as close as the Cuba I've gotten. But, man, Jamaica will be very, very nice. I heard they have, <clears throat> uh, I heard they have, and, um, and what is it? What do they call those places down there that they, a resort? I heard they have a resort that has pool tables literally in the pools. Yeah. Well, you know what you just brought to my conscious is something we've been saying and manifesting, but have not actually planned this for Amplifluence. So God bless you for saying this. You ready for this? I'm ready. Havana, Cuba, Montego Bay, Jamaica. We're going to do, we're going to do a twofer. And the thing that's cool about that, Usain Bolt, will let us know which would go first because they'll say I'm in town this week, not this week. And we will move the schedule around. But if I go to Cuba, it'll be the 105th country I've been to. Man, you're getting out there, man. Thank you. Because that, that means that the books that are produced underneath you are getting out there too. That's right. And you know, uh, there's <laughs> one of my favorite, one of my favorite quotes in the whole world is from St. Augustine and it's about travel. You want to hear it? Yeah. Hit me with it. I will, I'm going to hit you with it, but I'm going to hit you with it gently. Hit me I'm softly. Gonna, I'm going to hit it like poetry. All right? You ready? Oh. The world, St. Augustine, the world is a book, and those that don't travel only see one page. The world, it's, I like that. That's kind of. It's groovy, isn't it? Yeah. The world is a book. 
And those that do not travel only see one page. That is the truth. That is the truth. You know, for the longest, I grew up in a neighborhood that was in the middle of the ghetto. And it was just the ghetto. Nothing outside of that ghetto existed until I actually stepped foot out. And the farther and farther and farther I stepped foot out of that ghetto, the farther I stepped out of my mind. And the farther out of my mind I stepped, I, it took me to places outside of the country. And when mm -hmm. you start traveling outside of the country, you really start understanding that there is so much to this world that you just haven't seen yet that it just makes you want to even go even further. So I'm trying to go next year to Kenya and speak on a stage. Well, let's go together. You let's know, you know, uh, we had a really big possibility of a lawsuit because uh, Kenya has my name, Ken. And I decided to drop it because I really feel like they had the name before me. Oh yeah, drag me along. Drag hey, you know to to hop a little long a little bit further uh, on this this Saint Augustine, the world is a book, and those that don't travel only see one page. Mm -hmm. There's I'm gonna work on this today, but there's kind of an epiphany. Maybe you can help me with this, Doctor Mraz. Is that the less pages you see, the less accepting you are of differences. Meaning discrimination is for the one pagers because they don't know what it is to accept a different page. A different page doesn't belong to them. They've never read it. They've never seen it. So it would be alien to them. So they, they're afraid of it. And the more you're afraid of something, the more you don't accept it. Yeah. You got to experience something before you can judge it. Yeah, so uh, they, they, I came up with this a couple years ago. I don't have it at the tip of my tongue, but it was the, the solution to ending discrimination is to have everyone travel. <laughs> I've when you said when all you, my life. Yeah, when you travel, you're the odd person out. And when you're the odd person out, you know what it's like to be different. And when you're different and you're accepted, you go, wow, they're accepting me and they don't need to. Why don't I accept others? Yeah. That's actually what it's all. It's interesting, but that's that is actually the cure, not just the cure to travel, but the cure of discrimination is just accepting people. You know what? That's crazy that you say that, because my first cup for today was on the importance of people. It's pretty neat. That pretty is neat. neat. I don't know if we have time to read that right quick, but. I mean, we, we, we will have time. You're going to be brought in. You're, you're, you're part of the, I guess, the updates, because I wanted you to be part of it, because we yeah. want you to be part of our travel, all right? But right. Michelle was just about to talk about Aurea, and um, I cut her off because I wanted to just talk about that. So, Michelle, you went to Miami. Uh, we went there. What, what a fun ride the plane was. <laughs> we were zipping around. You know, Chuck, from New Orleans to Miami is supposed to be an hour and a half flight. We yeah. managed to do it, and we had a direct flight. We managed to do it in about nine hours. Do you know why? Uh, weather wouldn't let weather. you land. Yeah, Miami was the having – they were having a, something short of a hurricane. Yeah. And the, the place we were having the event was all blown away. Everything was crazy because it was outside and inside event. But uh, we had to go to Fort Myers to gas up again. I was about to say, uh, when would you have started running out of gas in the air? Like on hour four? Well, so we weren't in the air all nine hours. We were 
we were sitting on the plane for about three hours, roughly uh, a couple hours in New Orleans, an hour in uh, St. Uh, in Fort Myers. And by the way, Southwest couldn't do anything about it. No, no harm, no foul. They were keeping us safe. You know, when yeah. they closed the, when they closed the airport down, you can't get disgruntled. You have to say, well, we would be in harm's way if we tried to fly right now. Yeah. So, I told uh, them, I told them we knew you Chuck and they were like, well, then your life is better, but that's not going to change our flight pattern. Yeah. Well, unfortunately I got just a little pool, not that much. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after we landed, Michelle, uh, we, we went to an event that you got to stay all three days. I had to boogie on back and um, be part of a wedding DJ. One of my last DJ jobs uh, last week, I did a nine hour Persian wedding. And then yesterday I did a, just a, an amazing wedding at Celebrations of the Bay, which it is primo place to get married. They did my wedding. Did I see you just do this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny, though? I, um, I had the tables to scratch. It just wasn't – I like mixing. I like straight-up beat mixing. Yeah. Scratching's a – you know when uh, kids would come up – because I did middle schools, too. Kids would come up and go, hey, DJ, can you scratch? And I go, yeah, you want to see me? And they're like, yeah, do it, do it. And I go <laughs> – <laughs> you know um we have well why don't you talk about Ori? i do have another dj comment to you remember eric right our, our good buddy eric the, yeah. yeah he's a dj he was DJ. yeah he was djing this weekend you know chuck we might have to get you uh with eric what do you think about that uh-oh i'm trying to think of who eric is well, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can get him on the show right now. He might just jump on. Let's see if I can get him on. Oh, this this is just the kind of show that I would like to. He's a DJ. He is. Might be able to mix. And he has, and he has a great book. He is. He and he's got a great voice too, Eric Jones. Um, you know what? Let me see if I can if I can show you Eric Jones because we're recording. This would be fun to to just see what a great guy this guy is. He's he's. You ever see The Blind Side? Yeah. The movie, yeah. yeah. Come on, man. So, er Eric Jones, about the one with the boy that didn't have a bedroom. Yes, exactly. And he uh, got adopted by a uh, a wealthy family, played by Sandra Bullock. And yep, uh, that's the one. So this guy kind of embodies literally, um, Mister that guy on the on the show. I mean, he he just is amazing. So I'm going to show you a a picture of Mister Eric right now. There we go. Save the photos. I'm getting it now. I've got to show you this photo. The thing I love about Eric is not only is he a really, really big guy. I mean, I'm about half the size of him, right? Yeah. I'm half the height. And, I mean, he's a very tall guy. But do you notice that he looks a little bit like Ice Cube? Yeah, he kind of did. Yeah, so. They got the eyebrows. And, uh, I hope it's okay, but everyone celebrate December 18th for Eric Jones. He has an, a magnificent book, um, and it's actually – it's on here somewhere. Where do we have him? There it is. Uh-oh. Oh, there it is, healed. Yeah. yeah. Scars that healed. I mean, does that look like – that looks a little like Ice Cube, doesn't it? Yeah, I do. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to introduce without you guys. The, without the curl. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you can do it. Yeah. Put your back into it. <laughs> you can do it. 
All right. So I will connect you to Eric because one of the things about our, our show Amplified is we like connecting leaders that are really doing great things in the world so that they can synergistically cause more, cause more good. So yeah. you'll love him. He's up in Boston and he'll be in September. He'll be in New York in September for his book to be relaunched. We're relaunching in September and we got to get your book up in the Jumbotron, New York, New York city. Right. Yeah. We got to get it up there, man. Yeah. Well, we're gonna, because we're talking this week about the timeline, right? Yeah. So Michelle, thank you for your patience. Aurea, you had, uh, you know, one of the surprises I was trying to do, but uh, Aiden couldn't make it on. I was communicating with Aiden. So our, our good friend, our good no, new friend, Aiden, he. Um, that would have been a great surprise. I know. Yeah. So we met a, we met a gentleman, uh, Aiden Uttiger, and he is, uh, I'm going to let Michelle t- uh, introduce him, but I'm going to say who, who he is to her. But he, in two seconds, I felt like I'd met a brother. I felt like I'd met a lifelong friend. He is working with third world countries to harness the love in love farms that they, they, uh, they transcend the energy into companies, products, and services. Huh. So he, he sells basically energy. He, he's collecting love energy. Yeah, and he infuses the love into the company's brand, into their into their people, into their service and their product. And I don't know if you've ever uh, witnessed or heard or or experienced this yeah. before. I have. I bought a shirt, a sweat shirt from a gentleman. It was policy was on the front, and he said, and they put love inside. They wrote it, but they also infused love in the shirt. I'm telling you, I always feel better when I wear that sweatshirt. I mean, it's just. It's a manifestation. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, so he's got big plans uh, for us and he's got big plans in the world. Just a really awesome guy. And we met him at Aurea. So I will let you share it since you were there longer than me. Please share the Aurea experience. And the first of all, the lunches, oh, man, those lunches were delish. Yes, they were. The lunches were delish. They're all vegan and, and Kent's Mr. Vegan Man. So yes, they were very yummy. And um, no, the Aurea event was basically finding your golden path. And one of the quotes I, I took out of that was from one of the, the co-founders. Is, his name is Jeff Parker. So it's Jeff Parker and Jackson Strong. And Jeff Parker said, when the golden path appears, will you take it? Mm-hmm. And so that's really the challenge of Aurea. We had three mm-hmm. days of basically just being in tune with the world and each other and up-leveling to be the best version of ourselves and helping each other through it. And that Aurea event, um, it, it was very weird and beautiful at the same time. And I can't explain it because there was so much energy transfused around there. You could feel the room before anyone spoke. And I had the privilege of speaking the second day and Mr. Ken was gone already, but he didn't get to see me. But uh, it was really cool because I don't think anyone knew who I was because I was new to that tribe. And I got on that stage and shared my story and I had the, whole, the room singing with me and it was beautiful and I got to share and I didn't realize that my story uh, infused into so many people that had related um, incidences in their lives or in people that they cared about. And then Gerald Rogers, who's a hypnotist, amazing hypnotist, came on stage after me and 
to see the veil of inadequacy being lifted from people right before our eyes during the hypnosis session was amazing. There was a, a young lady and she went up there and she was afraid of public speaking and he said some words to her and pulled her out and she went on stage and was stuttering and kind of scared that he spoke to her quietly and said that she was amazing. She, she's going to be brave and she's this, this, this. And she came immediately into this amazing speaker under hypnosis. And uh. it was the coolest thing. And um, it's hard to explain Aurea. I mean, you really just have to go look it up. Well, they're very big on Instagram. It's Aurea Leaders. And the, the question they ask is, will you answer your calling? Yeah, will you answer? Yeah, answer your calling. So Aurea is the bridge between spirituality, impact, and success. And so... It was an amazing lineup of speakers, amazing tribe. I mean, it, and so a big shout out to Ray Perez because Ray Perez put us in contact with Gerald Rogers, who was an old friend of mine. And then we went to uh, Salt Lake City to experience his legacy leaders mastermind workshop. And then that caused us to meet Jeff and Jackson. And here we were in Miami. So, you know, Chuck, it's very interesting. We were talking about, I can meet somebody and I don't have that connection, like tight, like it actually locks in and Michelle will cause the lock to happen, but it also goes reverse. She'll bring me into something and I'll meet this amazing person and she wouldn't have met this person. I bring that person over to her. So it's a lot of volume, you know, like volleyball where you set the person up and then, yeah. and then they hit it and they score the point for the team. So um, it, I want to give a big shout out to, uh, I'm not sure if Dave is hearing this, but Dave Chemetsky, uh, and, uh, my lovely Renee, you guys, uh, are creating a week in New York that I just cannot wait for everyone to experience. We have Angel Atusi, who's going to be bringing a lot of her authors and friends and clients to the New York experience. So Chuck, I just can't wait for you to come up to New York. But we're gonna we're gonna close we're gonna close it out with uh, Michelle adding anything else she wants to uh, that she experienced at Oria or the New York experience, and then we're gonna hundred percent focus on the coffee man. Coffee Good, Chuck. Good because I have not slept all night, and I've been on an airplane all morning. Hmm. I just got it to my hotel, so I'm really not all here yet. But I, I, I'd love to focus more on the uh, the New York event that's coming up next week. Actually, tomorrow. Okay. It's starting tomorrow. tomorrow. And then for those of you who would be interested in coming with us in September, so watch the social media on what's happening in New York because we're doing a repeat of it in September. And if you'd like to have your book uh, featured on the Jumbotron in Times Square, you want to watch the social media and see how it's happening for everybody else. Uh, we start tomorrow. So tomorrow night is the first boards and then uh, Wednesday and Thursday are the, the last two <laughs> huge boards. But we're getting together. We're having a big celebration party on Tuesday night, right? For dinner with all the authors that are going to be there. And then we have all these one excursions through New York. Yes, we do. And We've got Zelensky and uh, Renee setting up a lot of fun things to do. And then we also have Eduardo, who uh, is uh, 
He's the one who got us the restaurant on the top of one of these gigantic buildings for dinner on Tuesday night. So I'm, I'm really excited about what we get to do. And the, I think there's a double-decker bus somewhere in there where we get to tour. And the UN, the UN is still happening. Yeah, the UN. Well, no, it wasn't happening. And, we made, and we're making it happen in lieu of the, uh, the book signing. So the book signing, we just, there's just so much happening. Yeah, there's a lot happening. In September, it's going to be four days instead of three days. So we'll have more time to do a book signing. But I did want to show you, Chuck, um, this is the biggest uh, deal because this is the biggest book Perfect Publishing has done. But this is going to be the next version. Hold my crown. And do you see no, men? Shared yeah. stories of women. Oh, man. I like that's, just, that's just coming out like Friday. Like, I like as far as a cover Friday. concept. King. That's my yeah. That's the cover concept for my second anthology book. So the first book was called "Hold My Crown: Women of Grit, Share Stories of Resilience." Mm -hmm. Well, I did the show this to Chuck. Edition is "Hold My Crown." What? I did show this to Chuck earlier, and he made a comment that you can consider. He was thinking in the center area of the crown, have a nice coffee cup, a nice brown coffee cup with a white smiley face or something like that. There we go. <laughs> All right, so we're going to break, and then I'm going to bring Chuck in formal. I'm going to do his bio, and and Michelle, you can go take your nappy poo if you want. I am. Right. I am going to. But, uh, take congratulations! My nappy congratulations on the release. For yeah. those of you who are interested, please reach out to Michelle. Uh, she has limited people. They did go very quickly. The women's one. You had twenty. Twenty. Is that correct? In two weeks, well, you, in so two let weeks me, you closed it out. Let me just say this, Michelle. Yeah. Uh, I know you performed at the last conference down in uh, St. Louis. I don't know if you were able to, yes. hear my, to actually hear my story, but that book sounds like a great idea for me because one thing that I can help a uh, young man do who have, you know, you know so a lot of people start their life off making major mistakes. And some people don't think that they yeah. can actually bounce back from those mistakes. Well, you know, I went to prison when I was 14. I, I got. Hey, Chuck, don't let the kid out of the bag. This okay, is the okay. show. This yeah, is the yeah, show. Yeah. We got, and we got one minute here. So okay, I didn't absolutely. get a, a Amplifluence is one we'll of our. Talk. We'll talk. Yes, and by yeah. the way, you're going to see the show. It's on, it's going to be on the, uh, the live feed. It's on the live feed on Facebook. So oh. perfect publishing, Amplifluence, coffee cup, Chuck. Becoming the best you. Um, we'll put Aurea at, and we'll put the Umbrella Syndicate, and of course, the Key Smiling Movement. And oh, Michelle, oh, during the break, I got to find, I got to find the the New York version. Hey, you, keep smiling. Uh, we got, we got, and we got for the those new. Of you who are watching, and you're watching Chuck. Um, in Kansas City, August 24, 25, and 26, we will be in Kansas City with Becoming the Best You. Yes, and, we will. Uh, so we are going uh, to break. This is Ken Rashawn on Amplified. This is, I got to go. We got to go to break. This is Ken Rashawn on Amplified, Voice America, Jeff Spinard. Big, uh, big wave to you up in the sky. Thank you for looking down upon us. Thank you for protecting and giving all of us a platform to share our goodwill, our good intentions, but most important, our impact. We'll be back in two minutes. Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. 
The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash the Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at TheUmbrellaSyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. All right, Ken Rashan, back in the saddle. We are here back in D.C., about to head up to New York, CJZ, and celebrate New York City for everything it is. The Big Apple will be a book that we're doing, the Keep Smiling Big Apple edition. Uh, thank you very much, Chuck, for doing your, your raise with your glass. I need to make some more coffee. I've only had three cups today, so I'm feeling a little bit like, uh, oh, I got so many coffee cups. We got to have a coffee cup shoot. When I yeah. see you next time, Chuck, I want to line up everyone. I want to get photos of each one, and you have a smile card like this, just every one of them. I like that. You keep <laughs> them coming, Ken. You keep these ideas coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so good to have you on the show. We've been trying to get a show together for a while, and we got your book coming out later this year, so I'm excited about uh I'm excited about what you're going to be doing with your book, how you're going to be sharing it in the show here, and also just how that's going to change other people's lives. That's going to be a big deal. So I want to give a, a nice formal introduction. So Chuck Doyle, a.k.a. also known as Coffee Cup Chuck. And you know what? I might have to get one of those hats. You know, I'm a big hat person. So between, our, between my hat collection and my coffee cup collection, I think we could just be just by that, we'd be good friends. Just tell me a color sequence, man, <laughs> I got you. Thank you, brother. Um, so Chuck comes from a humble beginnings and has definitely overcome many things, which you're going to hear in the second part of the show today. Uh, he is very blessed. He considers himself very blessed and a very resilient person. Uh, he is part owner of an electrical lighting company called Luminous Technologies and the founder of an investment group called TAMIC, the American Mastermind Investment Club and host and author of a podcast and blog column called The First Cup KC. 
a motivational coach and speaker, and is also currently in the process of writing about one of the most inspiring autobiographical stories you will ever witness, experience, and drink a cup of coffee with. Mm, so, yeah. Chuck, so, wel yeah. welcome to the show. Thank you for uh, your constant communication, friendship, and wisdom that you share on Facebook. It does touch so many. I always enjoy reading it on Facebook. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. So we have, uh, we have the dose of hope that you are in, and uh, we want to kind of share what you shared there about your story and how you get to be who you are. So the theory of dose of hope is that if you don't have hope as an ingredient in your life, you will never become who you really want to be. And so the people that make it through whatever, they either found hope or they had it all along and they took it with them and they became a person that they love, a person they're proud of, and a person they give as a gift to the world. So would you be so kind as to share who you are and how you became who you are? Hey, thanks, Ken, man. First of all, I'd like to say thanks for even having me on the show. Uh, I really, really look forward to our ventures here coming up this year and every year to come past that. Uh, I also want to thank you for keeping everybody smiling because you do. You, everywhere you go, you ain't leaving without somebody at least showing some teeth. So uh, <laughs> that's resilience right there. But no, um, you know, I'm Mr. Positive. Uh, you know, people go through things in their life and what's the biggest thing about life that we go through is all the failures. A lot of people focus on those failures and when you focus on them, you can focus on the bad in it or you can focus on the good in it. Well, most of my life, I focused on a lot of the bad in those failures. So it just kept me failing. And once I started focusing on the good in those failures, things start changing for me. And it made me more of a positive person. So now what I do is I wake everybody up with a positive message, you know, just to help them get going in that day. Um, so you went too fast for me. You definitely went too fast for the audience too. So we want you to take a deeper dive. So I'll structure this a little more. I gave you kind of a carte blanche, so I'm going to structure it. You ready for this? Let's do it. Let's start off with a, a couple questions being answered. Where were you born and what was your childhood like? So I was born in Chicago, Illinois, broken family. Um, mom lived a violent life with my father. He was an alcoholic. The relationship didn't work out. So they separated and they were forced to go two different ways. My father decided to stay in Chicago and mom's moved to Omaha, Nebraska with my grandparents. And, you know, living in Chicago, that's a very, very violent environment that I lived in. I brought that with me to Omaha, Nebraska. And, you know, I was raised in the gangs and man, I stayed in trouble. Ken, do you know, let me just say this, and this is probably going to shock a lot of the viewers, but I committed some crimes when I was 14 years old. And those crimes were to me just harmless crimes because I was just young and bored, but they eventually turned out to be crimes that would land me in prison. So by the time I turned 15 years old, I was standing in front of a judge getting handed a three to six year sentence that created the revolving door that would land me in and out of prison for the next 20, 30 years. So Okay, let's stop there for a second. Let's stop there because, uh, <clears throat> you know, 
Father's Day is coming up. Yeah. Are you a father? Oh, yeah. Okay. So you know the importance of raising your children to be future leaders, you know, the importance of teaching them right from wrong. And yeah. I just want to, I just want to first acknowledge you. You don't have to share. You don't have to be open. You don't have to be vulnerable. And you are. So thank you for that. Um, there's a couple things about when someone's vulnerable. First of all, <clears throat> they're past it. They, yeah. they beat it. They, they won. It doesn't matter if you talk about it because that's not who you are. That's not who you, you have been for a long time. But I want to just comment on something that <clears throat> the way you said it, it made me think. You said, I did a couple of crimes and they weren't really a big deal. And here's the thing. When you lower your integrity and you're able to just do something as simple as steal $5 or steal a dollar when someone's not looking, you've just accepted a new habit and a new way of justifying that wrong is okay. And yeah. I want to tell you that <clears throat> I, I may have said this on the show before, but you've, you've caused me to want to share this with you. And I take this very seriously. My dad, when he taught me about integrity, he said, you know, are you ever going to do drugs? And I said, I want to try him. He says, you know, you don't need to try him. Why would you want to try him? And he said, I want to see if I like him. He goes, I, you don't have to try and find that out. I can tell you, you're going to love him. You're going to love drugs. That's why people do them. They love them. And I said, but you're not doing them under my roof. And see, if my dad didn't tell me that, I would have. Yeah. And, and then he asked me to promise him I wouldn't do it until I was out from under his roof. And when I did, he said to me, I believe you. But if you lie about this, I will never believe you ever. Right. And see, that is what we need in this world. We need people that have mentorship. It doesn't mean necessarily fatherhood. You need to have mentorship. Because if you're a father and you're not mentoring, you're not causing the situation of someone having a life that they can actually succeed in. You had to learn the hard way. Yes. Well, I had the same conversation with my son, not about drugs, but about truth. And he told me a little lie. He was, I don't know, four years old, five years old. And he, he snuck the iPad and he was playing a game on the iPad and he didn't have that permission. We had a rule. You got to ask permission to get or not. Cause we didn't want to cause this, this, this boy to just throw his whole life away, just doing gaming all the time. Yeah. And so he, he quickly hit it and you know, a four-year-old's not going to get away too easy, but Chuck, I yelled at him as if he did the biggest crime in the world. I, and I didn't yell about the iPad. I yelled about him lying that he was on it. And I told him the rule we have going on is you will never, ever lie to your mom and dad. And we will never lie to you period. And I take this opportunity to share that you have really conquered so much to not have someone teach you that. And you had to learn the hard way. I know it's, I know you paid a lot for that. A lot. Mm -hmm. and that's why I have so much respect for you because you overcame it. You're a positive role model. I know you're a great dad. So let's get back to the story. So, man, I, uh, remember I said that revolving door, mm -hmm. it sent me, you know, I didn't have a father figure in my life. The only father figure I had was an older brother who was the best thing I had in my life as a figure, but he was born the same year that I was born. We were 11 months apart, you know, and it was just me and him for the first couple of years of our life with our mom. And we watched her go through hell, you know, trying mm -hmm. to raise us and 
So he was the good kid and I was the bad kid, you know, and I, we grew up like that. And like I said, that was the only person I had in my life besides a few uncles that were in and out of jail that were there to structure, help structure me into a man. So what do you think I did when I got out of jail at 17 and a half after just serving the first sentence of a young man's life? You know, you yeah, I went right back to the same exact thing and it put me back in it. And then next thing you know, years later, I, it repeated the same process. But man, I, you know, I got to a point where, you know, I was in a, I was old in my age, still making the same mistakes over and over again. And it, it took a lot to change it. It took what did change it? This mindset right here. And it was a it was a series of things that had to take place in my life for me to actually get it. You know, one of the biggest influential things, and I like to tell the story on stage a lot, one of the biggest influential things that happened in my life was I was in Fort Dix, New Jersey in a federal prison. And there was a, it was a guy, it was a minimum security prison. So it was like open dorms. I sl I'm sleeping on the top bunk. A couple of bunks down, sleeping on the top bunk, was another guy. I remember this guy gave me a book to read, Think and Grow Rich. Now, he gave me this book. Now, it's crazy because the story gets worse. It doesn't get better before it gets better. It gets worse. This same guy who gave me this book, who loaned me this book, he didn't give it to me. He loaned it to me. He, so federal prison, you have visits. Once you, get, you can get your visits once a month. And when you get them, normally people are coming from out of town because you're not locally in, inside of the city or the state where you, you committed your crime. They ship you all over the place and away from your family. And, oh, man, they just give you this horrible experience. So you get your visits Friday afternoon, all day Saturday, and part of the day Sunday. Well, normally when you get visits, your family come to visit you from out of town. So everyone comes mm. to make it worth it. This guy had his family come visit him, Ken. They were driving and traveling in an RV. And there were his mom, his dad, his wife, a couple of kids, a sister, and her kids. Well, that RV got into an accident, and it killed everybody in the RV. So this guy just lost his whole support system, his whole support system. That could have been me. You know, that could have been me. You know, we don't understand the lives that we live not only impact us, but it also impacts the people who love us, the people who are close to us. And he took that to heart. They pulled him out, Ken, and we never seen the guy again. So I was stuck with this book. Well, they eventually transferred me out this prison to another prison. And the second influential thing. What's the guy? Is he still alive? Uh, I don't even know. I can't remember the guy's name, but I do know it was in Fort Dix, New Jersey. No, not Fort Dix. It was in uh, Sandstone, Minnesota. It was a. Uh, well, my recommendation, Chuck, is that to the best of your ability, try to I mean, seek it out. Well, not just seek it out, but I think it's it's almost your dedication page. Yeah. If it's not your dedication page, it's your acknowledgement. I mean, the person that gives you a book. So there's a guy named, his name is Charlie Tremendous Jones. And he says, the difference between where you are today and where you'll be five years from now are the people you meet in the books you read. Hmm. And 
in this day and age, it's, it's like with the internet, it's it, it, someone like, we just met this guy, Aiden, who's going to take us all around the world to learn about his, his love farms that actually infuse energy, love energy. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, he's talking about potentially introducing us to Richard Branson. You know who that is, right? Richard Branson. He's the guy who owns Virgin records, Virgin uh, airline. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So he's, he's got an Island Necker Island where you get to go out and, you know, meet some of the brightest and biggest impactors in the world. Really? And that one person going to Oria within 15 minutes of being there, um, I was introduced to Aiden and it's just amazing that had I not been there, we're not having this conversation about that right there. And that that's right. going to change. So the ripple effect of you getting that book by Napoleon Hill, um, and that, and, you know, Napoleon Hill, if he hadn't met Dale Carnegie, or Carnegie, as some people yeah, pronounce Carnegie. yeah, uh, we wouldn't have that book. And that book is considered, I mean, I would say in my six years of doing the show, I'd say almost 30% of the time when I ask what book impacted your life, changed your life, they, they mentioned that book out of all the books in the world. Yeah. So the Bible doesn't even so, get it. The Bible doesn't so, even get What's that? The book, the book impacted my life, but it was one moment in my life that changed everything. This positive person that I am, I wasn't always positive. Yeah, I read Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Hill, uh, the Think and Grow Rich book, is responsible for luminous technology, is responsible for TAMIC, the American Mastermind Investment Club, because I based that organization off the Mastermind Association in the book. Mm -hmm. So, And that, and that organization mm -hmm. right now is made up of 14 uh, members with nine of us being business owners and we make investment uh, decisions, you know, and it came from that idea of that book. But the thing that changed my life that made me this positive person, Ken, you ready for this? I'm ready. I was working as an electrician and I was out on the street. I had <clears throat> already gave my oath to never go back to prison again, but I was still this person that didn't have a purpose in life and just was, I mean, I was miserable. I wasn't really because my life just seemed like I was stranded with this felony record, you know, and, and, and I couldn't really gain nothing for myself. I didn't understand the power of being a person, a power of giving what I got naturally. I didn't understand that. So one day I'm working in a bucket truck on a bridge and I got this sock monkey hat on. Oh boy, he's getting it. And while he's getting it, I just want to say a big shout out to, Brenda Ringwood. She is the person who connected uh, Chuck Doyle, myself. I've given a little shout out to uh, Brenda. Yes. Oh, that is nice. Oh, man. That's the monkey hat. This is it, man. This is the hat. So yeah, but I have this hat on and I'm working. I don't like you were at the conference. So yeah, you, why, why don't you take a second and give some love to Brenda? Tell her, tell the yes. audience how great her program is and her event is. So Brenda is helping change many, many, many people's lives, uh, not just through the mistakes that they made in their lives, but also uh, with the challenges that they had in their lives. She's helped breathe air back into people's souls that didn't have a purpose. So yeah, that woman, she's, she's definitely changing people's lives. She's definitely helping uh, uh, change my life. Ken, I wouldn't know you today. If it wasn't from that sweet lady and she yeah, does Brenda, Brenda Ringwood with becoming the best you. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's awesome. And her book's coming out and you're, you're one of the authors in there. 
Yes, yes. Comechangerlife.com. Comechangerlife.com. She's definitely changing people's lives. We are definitely changing people's So, Chuck, I got good news and bad news. Go ahead. Let's do the bad news. The bad news is that uh, we only got a couple more minutes to talk about you, and then we're going to do some rapid-fire questions to get to know you better from things I didn't get to ask you, right? Awesome. And uh, the good news is we're going to be in New York. You and I are going to be in New York letting New York know what's up. Let's do it. We're going to get two of these hats. I want to wear one with you. Yes, man. This right here. This is it. You know, my monkey has to have a little more of a smile, though, on it. Not, you know. <laughs> you got to pull the ears up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Chuck. So I know that you have so much more to tell, but we'll just say that that's going to be in your book. And yes. they can also get your, your, uh, your story in the book of Becoming the Best You. So wrap it up with some gold nuggets, some things that you would recommend for people that are just uh, making bad habits be part of their identity. One thing first, the, the word try doesn't exist. It doesn't. You're either going to do it or you're not. So delete that word out of your vocabulary and get it done. Two, the opinions of other people do not matter. It is your dream is your vision. God gave it to you. Use it. Don't use it for the, the sake of other people. Use it for yourself. And number three, accountability. Hold yourselves accountable. If you will hold that, 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 that receptionist or that waitress accountable for not bringing your drink, you should hold yourself accountable for not doing the things that you plan to do in your day. Uh, and love yourself. Stay positive. Always stay positive. I I would like to add because I know you'd say this anyway. If you had more time, forgive yourself. Yeah, forgive yourself. That's and a big. I do, I do like that. Uh, what you said about try. Kenny Kenny's been taught he cannot use that word. It is the BS word. Yeah, I have a I have a story behind that too. Yeah, and you know, my, my dad said something else to me that speaking of mentorship and Father's Day, he said. He said to me one time, because I was bullshitting him. I mean, I was bullshitting him bad. Uh, he says, I'm like, take out the trash. And I go, Daddy, I don't have time. I got to get out of here, man. I got to get to my job. And he stopped me. He says, wait a second, son. I'm not concerned or worried that you're telling me this baloney. I'm concerned you believe it. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I, I had like to leave that. the house. I had to leave the house and say to myself, you know, that is bad. I, I do believe this baloney I'm saying. I got to stop. Yeah, because you could have easily took the trash out. <laughs> exactly. It takes one minute. Right. All right. So we got some big questions. Now, here's the deal with this. Rapid fire is I say them fast and you answer them fast because we yes. can't do many questions if you go and elaborate. So here you go. Fast, fast. All right. Bing, bang. What book changed your life? Think and Grow Rich. What else? Uh, uh, the Laws of Human Nature. Good. That's good. That's good. What movie inspires you? Oh, The Founder. Isn't that a good one? Yes. Uh, who, what's your, uh, let's see. We're going to go with what song gets you going? Um, a song that I'm writing right now. Yeah? What's the name of it? It's called, uh, uh, <laughs> oh my God. It's called, uh, What Are You Doing For Yourself? Cool. Um, I watched a, a good movie last night called A Beautiful Life. It's about a songwriter. He's, he's got a cool song in there. It says, I hope this song's for you. You should check it out. That's a good song. Um, <clears throat> who is someone you'd love to meet? Uh, 
uh, Eric Thomas. Thomas, what's a quote you live by? Uh, uh, Maya Angelou's, no one, nothing will work unless you do. Beautiful. Uh, how many cups of coffee do you have a day? Uh, three. Three? What, what brand? Folgers. Okay. Um, what's a question I haven't asked you you'd like me to ask you? Um, where can they find me next on stage? I love that. And then also, how can they connect with you, period? Go for it. Yes. Uh, you can find me on stage in Kansas City, uh, the 24th, 25th, and the 26th of August, uh, the BTBY Becoming the Best You movement. You can go to comechangerlife.com for all the information. You can find me as Coffee Cup Chuck on Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok, Instagram, or as Chuck Doyle on uh, LinkedIn. My that's, a good, that's, that's a good one. So uh, do you sell the coffee cups? Yes, uh, we are in production right now of running off our first line of cups, shirts, hats, and my wife has a bunch of little um, trinkets that she's doing also. So the, the yeah. site will be live here within the next three weeks. Yeah, I have a, I have some coffee cups that I, I, I went on to see all these coffee cups that are available on uh, Amazon with all those funny sayings. Yeah. I mean, it's, it does brighten your day. I mean, the coffee gives you the juice, but also the saying. Uh, yeah, she, she does them all. So, oh, she does. That is awesome. She puts yeah. an image on each side, and I'll we might have to have you come in and do a coffee cup uh, cameo every once in a while. Hey, let me know. I got you. All right, well, Chuck, as long as is. we're passing positive vibes, man, let's do it. All right, brother. Well, thank you so much for being on Amplified. Amplified is about amplifying leaders that bring hope and community together. You certainly do that. I'm very proud to call you a friend. Can't wait to see you again. Can't wait to be a part of marking your book. So Chuck, have a great day. Ladies and gentlemen, stay amplified. If you know someone like Chuck, introduce him to us. We'd like to have him on the show and bring him into Dose of Hope. So stay amplified. And remember, you can impact someone's life just with a smile. See you next week. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard.